Thank you for joining us. You are listening to a podcast from Bright City Church. For more information, visit our website, www.brightcitychurchuk.com or find us on social media at Bright City Church UK. Hello and welcome everyone back to Word Up. And here we are, we're on episode five going through 1 Peter. And uh, we're cracking on, we're doing well, we've been good to have you here. Hello. Here we are with, uh, my name's Ian Falks, I'm pastor of Bright City Church. This is Ben Aldis. I'm the worship leader, one of the worship leaders, one yeah. of many at uh, Bright City. Brilliant. We've been having good fun. I'm going to pick up straight the way on uh, where we left off. This is just a, a little recap from verse six. We'd heard about, you know, we'd heard about this great salvation, inheritance. And then it says from verse six, in this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory and honour when Jesus Christ is revealed. Let's um, go from there to start with. We talked about the um, grief and trials of many kinds that yeah. uh, have come. And, and I think we mentioned even last time that we see the witness of other scriptures throughout um, the Bible talking of the work of trials mm. to um, refine our, our f- and purify our faith. That's it, weren't yeah. We, yeah. I think, wasn't it? Uh, ja- in we James. Mentioned James. Yeah, yes, James. we mentioned that last week. And uh, James saying how trials, pr- in a way that uh, clay is kind of proved in a kiln if you like and hardened in a kiln mm. uh, in the same way your faith is, is hardened by by going through trials and in how you deal with those things according to the Lord and I think we mentioned times in our, our own lives um, where we can see how we may have dealt with stuff in the past like mm. maybe having problems with anger and frustration um, that maybe those same situations now uh, we deal with them in a different way and I talked about the inner witness of of the spirit that it just gives you a little check you know that maybe i could deal with this in another way or alternatively when you've blown it and you've become angry or you've done something that you know isn't right mm. you get that you get that knock and, and then there's a time to practice uh, um, repentance and, and saying sorry um and living in that living in that kind of way that the Lord wants us to live with forgiving hearts um becoming mature yeah you know and, and 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 persevering and and sticking with things rather than um either losing it losing our temper losing con- self-control or even giving up you know these yeah. are signs of Im- uh, immaturity but yeah. uh you know as we said from James consider it pure joy when you tr- suffer trials of many kinds you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything so there's a great work god is doing through the trials so there we go we we're, we're on to the trials now um these have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold um, so, so we're talking about faith and faith, the value of faith, the preciousness Absolutely. of faith. Yeah. I think we did touch on it last, but I think it's worth picking up on again. You know, faith, is there anything more precious to God in us than faith no, in him? No, that, I mean, it's, it, it's one of those essential things that, you know, God is all about 
the the fatherhood of God is all about us, you know, placing our our trust in in our father and, um, and, and kind of learning to be weaned, if you like, from the ways of the world, which are a dependence on self, is trying to sort out your own problems and, and all that, into the trust uh, that's that's on the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know... We're fully reliant on God. Fully reliant on God, that's it, the <laughs> old wristbands. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, it goes on, we'll go mm-hmm. on to talk about, you know, the nature of faith in the next verses, but, yeah, it, it, it's a precious thing. You know, it is. It's a precious yeah. thing, and, and, and God see, like... Jesus saw the woman at the temple when she gave her last coin mm. in faith. Yes, she yeah. had nothing to give, but she trusted with the Lord. You know, it speaks about mm. uh, yeah, it speaks about tithing, I guess, if you like. You know, um, I believe in, in, in tithing, and I believe in you know in, in New Testament where the believers shared uh, everything together mm. is a way that you know we can we run churches, we fund churches today. Um, and we honor the Lord in that by giving uh, some of our income, you know, in tithing, in faith, if you like. Mm. Um, Interestingly, you mentioned, you know, the, the widow's might and, and the, the great value of her tiny, you know, gift of faith. I've heard, I think it was, um, oh, what's the name of the uh, German evangelist who went to Africa, you know, Reinhard Bonker. Uh, yeah, he said that, you know, God deals with the, the currency of God is faith. Amen. So so it's faith that that is, if you like, our currency with him, you know, and and great faith in him, you know, um, brings about great works and, and great moves of God. So, yeah, it's, it's faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Amen. Amen. And um, great examples of faith. I mean, I just remember testimony books mm-hmm. where um, I think it was uh, Brother Andrew, where they they were made in their Bible college to to reach out in faith and i think it was a, a situation where he'd um he'd organized like a, a community evening and they had they were believing god you know for people to come and for the everything to be provided at the last minute and it got really to the crunch and uh sure enough god provided them uh, you know people turned up with the, the food and there was miraculous provision yes, um yeah. and you know and you see that in, in lots of people's lives you know god is never late and he never abandons us um mm. and you know there's some wonderful testimonies about yeah that. i mean i think it's worth you know we're looking at faith right now it's of greater worth than gold to god and this work that he's is is doing even through the trials and things that we may experience is to refine that faith so you know what is faith uh, it says without faith it's impossible to please god faith is um from hebrews 11 what does it say the, it. Well, the definition of faith i mean should, if, could we just read the next couple of verses where yeah, it is sure, yeah. so it's verse eight though you have not seen him you love him though you do not now see him you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory now that that talks all about faith in something that you can't see yeah you know um having the world has the phrase, don't they? I'll believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I put a Facebook post up this week after meditating on that verse, and I said, "The world, you know, the world kind of says, I'll believe it when I see it.' That is, mm-hmm. that is not a Christian concept or a Christian phrase at all. Right. You know, we we have faith in um, in the invisible, as it says. Uh, it says in the word, we walk by faith and not by sight, and that's mm-hmm. in two Corinthians five seven. And the, the verse that you were you were talking about in Hebrews, it's the classic verse on on faith. Hebrews yeah. uh, eleven, uh, one, where it says in, in my Bible translates it as now faith 
is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And I, as I am finding with this study, I like to take apart these words and, mm-hmm. and look. Um, Greek, Koine Greek, which the Bible was written in, the New Testament was written in. They, you know, that we have the English, which is would use the same word for things that maybe the Greek would use several different words for. And faith um, in there is a, is a word. Uh, the word is pistis from uh, the Greek, um, and it. it it, the way the word is made up, it, it's made up from different root words and it, it talks about persuasion um, and they talk about trust um, and they talk about conviction. So faith is like a conviction, a belief, firm persuasion, a full acknowledgement and surrender to God's truth. Faith is the substance, you know, the substance mm-hmm. talks about foundation, talks about something that undergirds your faith, like mm-hmm. the reason, the foundation for your faith, if you like. Um, and then the evidence is the way we practice our faith, if you like. We, like I was talking about tithing, you know, I trust in the Lord for the supply of, of my household and and uh, my life and, and everything we need um, because I believe God gives everything to me mm-hmm. and I give a little back because it all belongs to him. Yeah. But in faith, I give a little back um, in, in worship, if you like. Yeah, you know, that's an act of faith. There's, a, there's an evidence, isn't there, of, of faith in the believer, you know, in the believer who has faith because they um, shape their lives around that faith. So let's say, for instance, you know, you you turn away from certain things. There's some evidence coming out. Your character begins to change. You're starting to do things that are motivated by. So that's evidence of the faith. And and I think there's also an evidence and, and a sense of things not seen, even that the believer senses, you know, there's something, this um knowing and know that we know that we know a bit like um you know you you can't see the wind but you can sense it you can't there's certain things you can't see love but you can you can sense it when it's expressed uh, towards you per- perhaps or you can feel it when expressing it to someone else do you remember that day when you took that first step of faith um you know uh, on the on the evidence of something that was being revealed to you. God was revealing himself. I remember, you know, you've heard me say it was a Billy Graham. And I knew that I knew that I knew that, you know, it was God was saying, I'm true. I'm here. You know, come to me. And I knew that I knew. And I just made the move, got yeah. up and said, that's it. I, I'm, I choose you. I don't know how. I don't know why. I, I just I'm going to. I'm going to respond to that faith. And that was that's the beginning, if you like, isn't that's it, of it, the Christian yeah. life. And our response, our responses of faith are similar, but but in different ways. Wouldn't you say, you know, the way that's we it. choose to do things? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, we can move on the, the discussion to, to what Ian was just saying about, you know, there was a point when he made a leap of faith, if you like. Um, and it's interesting in the word because... Um, faith it's it's not just knowledge it's not just knowledge we can look at people like nicodemus in uh, in john 3 where jesus was speaking to him he said to jesus um rabbi we know that you are a teacher come from god for no one can do these signs that you do unless god is with him john 3 2 so nicodemus had you know, he had the knowledge, he had an appreciation of what was going on. And for myself and maybe Ian and maybe some of you, 
if I think about my life, you know, when I was at infant school or junior school, we did things like the Harvest Festival. Christmas was a wonderful time. And um, we learned about Jesus and, and the wise men and Bethlehem and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And, you know, we had a knowledge of it. And I, you know, I had that knowledge even through secondary school. Mm-hmm. I, I would say when it came down to the crunch that, you know, I, I that's what I thought about the afterlife. That's what I thought about life. And it was knowledge, but it wasn't saving faith. Yes. Uh, and, you know, um, I came to that point in life when I was 19, like you, mm-hmm. uh, at the Billy Graham conference, where I was like, okay, I know, I know about this. But this, I know there's something else uh, that I have to, to do, and it, and what it is mm. is a is a leap of faith. Mm. It's where you move from the knowledge uh, into a heart decision, if yeah. you like, and like a, a committing that's a com- it. Yeah. commitment, isn't it? Yeah, that that step of faith, that 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 movement. You know, it's um, I I was mindful of um, I was sharing with you earlier. Uh, one of the very early theologians, Augustus, said, you know, it's one thing to believe in the the celestial city that's, you know, across the sea. And you can, you know, almost see it in your mind's eye in the island. But saving faith is getting in the boat and, and, and actually stepping out on the water in the boat towards. And, you know, you're committed. And, and so saving faith is committing your life to you know the one who gives the faith in a That's sense it. um yeah so and in things you in, in things you can't see mm. and you know uh, a couple of i think it's a couple of weeks back now rachel the the first lady of bright city um <laughs> she she mentioned thomas uh, when jesus spoke to thomas and said um have you believed because you have seen me blessed are those who have not seen me and yet believed and again that that faith that leap of mm. faith mm-hmm. is is a taking hold of of that which is invisible yeah um and as it says in there though you do not see me you know you believe uh and that you know that yeah. you see that all the way through the bible i mean moses spoke mm-hmm. to god you know and and abraham they believed what they did not see yeah. the, the him immortal invisible god only wise in light and inaccessible hid from our eyes mm. you know that's that phrase from timothy to the king of the ages immortal invisible mm-hmm. the only god be honour and glory forever and ever. Amen. Yes, when yeah. Rachel was speaking about faith, she spoke that that time, it just came to my mind, about the childlike faith. Yes. You know, that doesn't, um, a, a, a child, imagine the child weaned on the mother's breast, you know, does, it doesn't have um, uh, questions about this, that and the other, but there's just that uh, beautiful surrendering rest in the, the parents' kind of arms and what have you. And it's the same, this is the faith that, that God loves. Can I just say as well, adding to this, I think it's, you know, faith that God is good. Faith like a child that, that God is good and loves you and has good good um, feelings towards you. Not not just because if you think of, um, I think of the, do you remember the, the guy with the talents, the guy with the one talent who yeah. buried it? He mm-hmm. said, ah, so you thought I was, um, you know, a hard taskmaster. I was going to come and kind of sort you out for not um you know for losing it and you buried it well you know that is not the faith that 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 god um responds to you know it's that god is good that he's a loving father and we think of in the hebrews 11 it says and and faith is believing that god exists and that he is a rewarder 
He he loves that we, you know, we look to him for our reward, our blessing, our everything, really. And, and you know, some might think, well, oh, that's not a very, you know, not a very reverend way to think of God, kind of with our hand held out. You know, we, we want to, to relationship with him. But there's something about he loves that we would... You know, believe him for blessing and goodness and love. Yeah. Does that does that make sense? That does make sense. Yeah. And and the thing is, it it makes sense now to us because you know we've made that leap of faith, if you like. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was, we were talking earlier on about you know the phrase uh, when they talk about believing in Jesus actually can be translated as believe into him, believe into, into him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, all, all that we are, all that we kind of try and understand in our minds, we've got to come out of ourselves and believe into Jesus and rest ourselves. One of the words for faith is in trust, in trust. And when I was meditating upon this, in this trust, week, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking, you know, that's the thing. I come out of my own knowledge, my own self, my own heart, my mind, and what I think I know for the best mm. um, in faith. And I entrust myself. I, I put my, my faith on into Jesus mm-hmm. and into that salvation that is one because of the blood of the cross. And yeah. I, you know, I, I rest it upon him who is faithful um, to, to provide for my mm-hmm. life, to provide my salvation um, is, is an act of, of trust on, onto the brilliant, Lord and all the, yeah. all the glories that come from that. Can I, yeah, I, I feel just to say, if you're listening right now, I know there's somebody going to be listening to this either on the recording or, um, or live now. And, God is calling you to to entrust yourself to his care and to give yourself to him. And, and you know, and f- forget about all the questions you might have, but just to, like a child, entrust yourself to Jesus Christ and, um, and, and see what happens. Because uh, we made the move as we shared. And it's interestingly, when you take the step, it's then God meets you. And, 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 you know, something supernatural begins to happen right there. And we have the, um, what's the word? You know, we have the kind of the seal of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit enters into us and we get the, um, the reassurance and blessed assurance mm-hmm. that I belong to him and he belongs to me. That's it. So, that's, yeah, that's the. That's it, you know, and I just feel myself as well as we've been meditating. Obviously, this the spirit of God is moving here because Ian's, Ian's brought the, the, the grace. Yeah. I'm going to bring a, a bit of a hard word that I just feel for, for someone out there mm. that, like we've said, you know, this is a faith that that has um, parameters, if you like. There, mm. there isn't just an out there mysterious, mystical faith. You read the word and, you know, those that know God... Mm are guided by his word and they are to um, behave in a certain way. They are to live in a certain way. And I just want to say uh, to those out there, you know, if you have a knowledge of God, you know, you are responsible for what you have. God has revealed himself to you maybe many years ago and life has moved on. But you know the truth. You know the truth. And, you know, is your life in line with that truth? Mm. Is it in line with what God has revealed to you? Um, because you have a responsibility. Now you've heard. Now you know. You know. Night uh, uh, says in the word, miserable are those ones that know and yet still turn away. You know. Look at your life and look at the word and what you know. And I know the Holy Spirit is knocking on your heart right now um, to to just look at His word and, and look at your life. Amen. We'll Thanks, Ben. You. Yeah. And so going on that. 
there, picking up on what Ben was saying about, because um, from the word here, though you've not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him. This is our faith and are, are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. This is one of the first gifts, if you like, of faith in Jesus Christ, an inexpressible and glorious deep joy. And, and may I add to that peace? You know, there's, there's, uh, we know the fruits of the Holy Spirit. I think we mentioned last, last week, the first three that I mentioned, love, joy, and peace. There's an inexpressible, and it says glorious. I want to say, you know, it's something, something wonderful, something, you know, holy and other that cannot be experienced unless you are born again, unless you are filled with the Spirit. And it is the joy that comes from God himself. And it is a God joy that, uh, as I say, you know, that, that is, you imagine joy, and, and we see joy, we see joy in the football terraces, we see joy, um, you know, in the playground, we see all sorts of joy. This, and of course, they're, they're, they're from God in, in many ways, but the, the joy of the, the Spirit the inexpressible and glorious joy is yours uh, by faith in Jesus Christ. It's a fruit. That's it. And, I mean. and, and, you know, because, and it says, because you are receiving the salvation of your souls, you know, the goal of your faith, you're, you're, this salvation, this great salvation, it's yours. Nobody can take it away from you. You know, it, it's beyond your imagination. It's like, you know, you have won the pools or, or, or we say, no, the, the Euro millions. You've won the Euro millions. I mean, it's bigger than that, though. It's bigger than the Euro millions. Let's say you've won 50 million. And, you know, it's a dead surety you're going to come into it. OK, you've got to wait till next year to go and collect your Euro millions. Listen, what we have is greater by far than the Euro millions. And, and when we get an inkling of this great salvation, Ben, you know, we're, we're filled with that inexpressible, yeah, deep uh, joy that's there, you know, day in, day out when we when we fix our. Our, our eyes on what we have and and nothing can take it from us i mean and that's it and it's joy inexpressible joy unspeakable joy unspeakable. and uh, i was reading one of the commentaries it's like that's why we sing because we can't speak anymore we yeah. we that's why we sing yes I and i that. i know there's 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 places uh, in worship that i've been in a corporate setting uh where it's just taken off and it's um I went to an event called David's Tent a couple of years ago for yeah. the first time. And for a year afterwards, and actually even now, mm -hmm. it just makes me churn up inside because yeah. it was heaven on earth. Wow. There were people there. I mean, you go to some of these Christian festivals and, you know, uh, people milling around and stuff and doing whatever they do. But mm -hmm. honestly, there were people outside of the meetings on the grass just worshipping the Lord. And in the tent where you might get, say, 50, 75% engagement at a worship meeting, I'm telling you, 100% of, of the congregation at, at these events were yeah. in worship. Wow. And there was just a, a, a joy unspeakable, joy a joy unspeakable. inexpressible. Yeah, yeah. It was just, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. You know, I, it was just amazing. And, and the Bible speaks of, of that deposit that the spirit gives us of, of the future in a sense, isn't it? Yeah. And that joy unspeakable is that little, there's a deposit, 
that's a little taster of what's to come. Mm-hmm. And uh, so come on, let's let's experience <laughs> that joy unspeakable. I think of the the um, the guys on the road to Emmaus and they were walking along. They they were with Jesus. They didn't quite realize it. He was there with them. And, and they said, didn't our hearts burn within us? And it's the same. We can have that yeah. joy unspeakable burning hearts within us because we can experience the presence of God right now. So you're experiencing receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. So with we, we, we're thinking that you're receiving, there's a sense of, you know, we receive this. There's so much now. to receive right now, yeah. isn't there, Ben? And we're talking about it now, the joy, the uh, let's think of some of the blessings of the now. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, You know, the blessings of the now, of course, are, you know, these things that money cannot buy are, you know, that love, that joy and peace, love, joy and peace. How many of these sort of celebrities have tried, you know, they've they've earned millions and yet they've these things have eluded them and they've ended up, you know, sad to say, even committing suicide, some of them. Well, that's it. These what, things are, are the now. What what else do we get what, now? Yeah, I mean, what is true riches, I guess you have to true say. Riches, what, you yeah. know, that there's all the, the trappings of the world. But, um, you know, I, I believe for myself in my life that I, uh, I've, every job I've ever had has been, mm. like, before getting it, I've, I've committed it to prayer. And I'm like, Lord, you know, I, I, want, to, I want to live for you. And, you know, you, I believe you're my father, my provider. And I put this opportunity before you, Lord, and I, I trust you for it. Mm. Um, and that was a process for me. Um, and even a process of faith. Um, I, I'm a, I've said before, I'm a nurse. Uh, and before that, I was in an office job. And before that, I was doing temping work in, in uh, factories and stuff. And it was like, Lord, you know, I, I for me, you know, I wanted a, a, a certain level of income to be able to provide for my family and, you know, and be effective in the ministry. And I, I that, you know, that was my prayer. I trusted God and I believe God speaks, you know, through his word and gives you scripture. And there's a scripture, um, I wish I had it written down, but it was, God said to me, you know, he used his word to reveal to me, he said, you will be like a well-watered garden. Um, and, you know, I, had faith for a job that was punching above my weight mm-hmm. but I got this job in an office and got paid you know paid a, a good amount uh, more than I'd ever had before and I was able to um God used it as a means in my life mm-hmm. to bring me out of home and uh, get my independence and then when it came time for family and, uh, and uh, you know houses and, and, and all that kind of stuff God moved me into a career um, because I, you know, I, I believe it, it given these opportunities, I'd, I'd prayed, I'd pushed the door of different things and I'd walked through it mm-hmm. with the Lord. Um, and we talked about, you know, assurance, uh, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, who has caused us to, to be born again, you know, mm-hmm. and and he, he, you know, he's caused me to be born again, to enjoy him and enjoy his fatherhood, mm. you know, walking alongside me uh, as a, as a son, um, and to mm. to show me these things and teach me about life, really, which was you know jobs, income, um, responsibility, mm-hmm. and I, I truly believe that he he has walked with mm. me through it and walked me through it and put me in situations where in myself I know I would have been out of my depth and totally intimidated, but. I come out of myself and I entrusted myself. I believed into Christ mm-hmm. um, and 
saw saw the uh, what's the phrase where it says uh, the glories that were promised to us. You know, in that. Um, you know, the, well, uh, the phrase was the subsequent glories, which we'll go and speak about, you know, because mm. of the trust, because of faith. It was a, you know, a reward of my trust in the Lord. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So we, we that salvation is now and that salvation in its fullness is yet to come. So much to look forward to, so much to enjoy now. Yeah. Makes me think of Jesus. He said, you know, those who believe in me will never die. Do you believe this? He said to the disciples. And, and what did he mean by that? I think he means, you know, we've entered that salvation and we're just walking all the way through it, including through the curtain and into eternity, yes. uh, into the fullness of the salvation so uh, wonderful it's all to come that's and, it and, and uh, what's it the, the future's bright the future's orange orange <laughs> it's golden that's, it's fantastic golden. it's golden streets of gold streets of gold so yeah. I mean that would be a good point to move on maybe to, to verse 10 um, yeah where you know concerning about this great salvation concerning the salvation it yeah. is the outcome of our faith the salvation of our souls um, it talks about the starts talking about the prophets doesn't it yeah, yeah. well should we read uh, yeah. a couple of verses and then talk so concerning this salvation the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you searched intently and with the greatest care trying to find out the time and circumstances to which the spirit of Christ in them was pointing when he predicted the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow it was revealed to them the prophets that is that they were not serving themselves but you when they spoke of the things that have now been told you by those who've preached the gospel to you, by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, even angels long to look on these things. Yeah, let's. Uh, we've got uh, we've got ten minutes, uh, ten, minutes. ten or fifteen minutes. We can uh, get through this little part. But yeah, concerning this great salvation, the prophets have been speaking of it throughout the Old Testament. Yes, right. What, yeah. what, Testament. Um, what do we know about that? Well, I mean, this is you know you go through the Old, the Old Testament and you can. You can look at there's lots of testimonies about the, the coming Messiah, yeah. especially in Isaiah, and lots of things in the life of Jesus that are that are played out, you know, in the Gospels. Um, even were, you mentioned uh, Abraham, the very beginning of, it, of you know, uh, sort of the, the father that. of our faith, that's where it. that 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 prophecy of you know all the nations will be blessed yeah. through you, and yeah. then going on. So I carry on. <laughs> I don't mean to cut you off. There. No, no, it, it, it's you know, you know, sorry, it talks about when it talks about it, they. Indicate they were searching for those things that indicated the sufferings of Christ, and of course Isaiah fifty three. You mm. read, read all about the crucifixion, um, but where it says I forget what the phrase was in yours. It says the sufferings of Christ and the subsequent glories, because it says at the beginning of verse ten concerning this salvation, the prophecy prophesied about the grace that was to be yours, which is yours and and ours, mm. um, and it speaks about suffering Christ and the subsequent subsequent glories, the subsequent glories of the kingdom that, that are ours because of the sufferings of Christ. And, uh, you know, as well as those testimonies back in Isaiah and uh, in Genesis about Jesus, there are actually words and, and prophecies about 
our time now. Um, one from Isaiah, for instance, the ransom that the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. And of course, that's for Israel and the Jews. But we share in that root, you know, do, yeah. that, that joy. And mm. again and again, through, through you know, uh, there's, there's loads like Daniel, the saints of the Most High shall receive the kingdom. Uh, Joel, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Here's Ezekiel. Uh, yeah. I will sprinkle clean water on you. You will be clean. I will remove from you your heart of stone, give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep all my laws. Again, for the Jews, but also for us who are grafted in for the whole. Yeah. Yeah. I That's mean, it. speaking of. Yeah, I like to. I like to. The last one I've got is from Zephaniah. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. Mm. The King of Israel is in your midst, and you shall never again fear evil. I mean, that just speaks about a lot. We've talked about about you know that assurance Mm, of of God walking alongside us, and you know the patriarchs and prophets of the Old Testament look forward because they 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 look forward to a time that they wouldn't see in their earthly bodies, Mm, mm. and it's a time that we we are in now. and yes, like you think of you know, the patriarchs, you, you were saying earlier about Abraham, yes, you yeah. know, walking, going for the promised land. He didn't see the promised land. No. So, well, he surveyed the land, didn't he? And, and God said, I will give you all this land. But he didn't really see the fullness of it. Even Moses did not enter the land. And, and But um, they lived for that uh, they promise, forward. didn't they? They looked forward. They yeah. looked forward. And interestingly, these um, it, it speaks about here that these prophets were searched intently and with great care, trying to find the time and circumstances. There's a sense that they were really looking. And, and also there was a revelation came to them that it wasn't just them. They were serving their own peers, but uh, a, a people in the future. Yeah. And, and um, I was uh, reminded of this um in the, the end of the book of Daniel, uh, Daniel 12, the Lord says to Daniel, go your way, Daniel, because the words are closed up and sealed until the time of the end. Many will be purified, made spotless and refined. Is that refining again? Uh, but the wicked will continue to be wicked. None of the wicked will understand, but those who are wise will understand. So there's that sense of, you know, it was in those days, not for, for them to understand what they were prophesying fully, but would be revealed yeah. in the, Christ. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And that's seeking for it. I, I um, had a, a lunch with Pastor Chris Gill, who's a pastor at ACF Bright mm-hmm. City a while back. And we, we kind of um, kicked this around a little bit. And it's like, you know, was John the Baptist under the old cover? covenant or or, or or the new covenant and we kind of came to that thing that you know the the patriarchs and abraham and all those people and isaiah were looking forward you know we're looking the other way if you like and enjoying what they were seeing but there were some individuals that were as we said of john the baptist they were on that hinge of history mm-hmm. where the door swung from the old covenant to the new covenant mm. and uh you know they they looked they were part of that generation that looked forward um i think of the three wise men the that well if there was three of them or yeah. less or more of them mm. the magi that came mm-hmm. you know they looked to the stars mm. uh, as signs the shepherds in the field you know and um uh, the the two that, that the Lord kind of highlighted to me was um, Simeon when Jesus was pr- 
presented in the temple by his parents. Mm-hmm. There was this old guy that had, had been there for, for years and, and, and years. And um, it's in uh, Luke. Um, I'm going to find it now. He said, Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Mm. And he came into the Spirit in the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and said, And blessed God. And said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And of course, there was Anna at the end of that bit. The prophetess Anna had been there like in her 80s -hmm. and she'd been there uh, worshipping and fasting and giving thanks to God uh, and, and saw Jesus. And can you imagine, you know, you're part of this Jewish culture, this Jewish history that for the whole of the Old Testament have been looking forward to this Messiah. Mm-hmm. And you'd known it all your life. I mean, they were in their, their older years. Um, you know, I've been alive, what, 44 years? And, uh, you know, I feel like life has been quite long, actually. But that long, you know, looking towards this mm. this uh, prophecy, this coming of a Messiah, yeah. and then seeing, you know, seeing it. Mm. John the Baptist, when he saw Jesus, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Wow, yeah. But, you know... You can just imagine, you know, mm. that here was this hinge of history. It's coming. Mm. He's here and now living in the light of it. Like mm. Peter and all the apostles, they saw him come and they they swung that, that door the other way into the mm. new covenant. Even, um, even it reminded me of there of, you know, John, he said, you know, behold the Lamb of God. He said, I'm here, you know, preparing a way in the wilderness for the one to come, you know, of, of whose sandals I'm not worthy. He was, that was his ministry, wasn't it? Preparing the way. And he was even a, a cousin and, and whatnot of Jesus. Um, but interestingly, he even had a wrestle of faith. Do you remember he sent the disciples to yeah. Jesus and said, get them to ask him, are you really the one? Is you know, you? there was there was something there. Is it you? And and, he, and and Jesus said to the disciples, go back and tell him what what you're seeing. You know, the blind see the yeah. lame are walking, you know. And, and so even John was was having that wrestle of faith. Um, but, yeah, to, to see to see it actually come to pass. It is this sense that, and, and it goes on to say, even angels long to look into these things and understand them. And so I think, you know, reading about this, so you've got the prophets and you've got angels even longing to look. And here we are, Ben, you and I have been blessed. And you, dear you know, listeners and those who are watching, if you know Jesus Christ and are born again, do you realise the, the privilege of what you and I have been given, that revelation, that knowledge that, you know, the prophets of, of thousands of years, you know, did not receive that fullness of revelation. And yet we have been given it. So we, we, we again have to really understand the value and preciousness of, of what we've been given, don't we? Yeah, then? amen, amen. Yeah. That's where we, you know, we talked about the word blessed last week and it's that's mm. where you... You have to bow your knee in, mm. in humble reverence before the Lord and say, "Blessed are you, God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ." That's the we talk about doxology. You know, mm. yes, this is what they realised in mm. the Scripture that you know the, the, we are living in the light of something that was seen thousands of years before and people yeah. longed for, mm-hmm. and it's here. Yeah, it's here, and we're 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 in the new covenant. We're experiencing it, and that is why we drop to our knees in worship and, yeah. and just. You not know, only, I mean, we've been talking, not only are we sort of in that P 
period of, of saints, which has been going on for 2,000 years since the Holy Spirit was poured out at Pentecost. But now there's such a sense as well that we are in the last days, in the end times. There's such revelation of what's going on uh, in the world and around us. Won't go into it now. But, you know, such a sense. Wow. You and I have been chosen for such a time as this. And um, even angels lo long to look on these things. That's the last sentence in this paragraph. And it, it made me think of um, in Romans 8, where it says, again, of this great salvation. Um, let's have a look now. Romans 8. Romans 8, verse 19. The creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. There's this sense that all of creation, you know, was waiting for the sons of God. Uh, there's, there's, there's Jesus, the son of God, but it says the sons plural and daughters that means as well uh, of those the sons of salvation the sons and daughters of salvation that's you and me it's all of creation and, and all of the created beings have been waiting and watching for this time do you realize you know who you are in God what we have in God you know we can only praise as Ben was saying we can only express our unspeakable joy thanks and and worship and um, I was saying to Ben I, I was reminded of that amazing book and that was made into a drama as well by C.S. Lewis The Lion the Witch and the Wardrobe that seems to have been almost um, formed out of these scriptures of you know all of the 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 angelic beings are were waiting for the sons and daughters of God to be revealed and for those of you who know the story can you can you remember when uh, Mr and Mrs Beaver you know they are just suddenly aware that oh you know the daughters of Adam and the sons the sons of Adam and the daughters of Eve have arrived. Oh, Aslan's on his way, Mr. Beaver. Oh, we're so happy. You know, and these were, there were the beavers and all these other um, kind of creatures that represented the angelic beings and how, um, you know, the, the these four children who represented you and I, you know, the, the saved children of God. Fantastic, by the way, wonderful allegory of salvation that I would recommend for you to, you know, show your children um, and introduce them as well into, um, you know, a full understanding of the gospel, don't you think? Amen, yeah, yeah, yeah anything like that, Pilgrim's Progress, you know, the, the C.S. Lewis books, Yeah, you know, it's, they're all... They're all pointers, good good ways to. I mean, I I remember the the line of which wardrobe from from school, and again, there's a, a revelation for you. You know, we read the story, but the allegory, what it pointed to, I didn't appreciate until I was much older. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. Jesus. You know, it's, it's uh, it's uh, that point, I guess, of what we're talking about coming from knowledge to faith and, uh, mm, and seeing that kind so, of thing. It's true, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we went through, you know, year on year, watching it with our children, the different um, sort of variations of, of the dramas from the BBC's version to the, the films. Fantastic. And uh, had a great impact on the, our children. So anyway, let's recap, because I think we won't go into the next uh, paragraph because we've only got a few minutes left. But thinking about, you know, how this applies to us and... Um, you know, how, what we should do with this, that Peter's saying, this is God's word 
to you and to me coming through Peter's letter. But God is speaking his heart and his thoughts. What's he saying in these things? Your faith is is so precious to God, of greater worth than gold, it says. So, you know, let us trust Let us trust with childlike faith, says, though you have not seen him, you love him. And and you might turn that round. This is often how I sometimes think of scripture. You know where it says, though you have not seen him, you love him. Another way you could read that if you're meditating on God. God speaking to you, though you've not seen me, you love me. And even though you do not see me now, you believe in me and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy, for you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Let the Holy Spirit speak that into you. That's God himself, God's own words. He's saying, you are receiving the goal of your faith. It's yours. It's my gift to you. Your faith in me is, is, I treasure that faith, says God. This is a precious faith. And then we heard how, you know, this all of this scripture, all of these prophets, all of this great work, you know, was pointing towards this day, our day. And yes, the the fulfillment of it. Ben, over to you for a few applications (laughs) of this. There you go. There's a hospital pass, as we used to call it in rugby. (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) Plenty of that we spoke. Okay, so in closing, you know, the, the, Peter is talking to people that uh, you know are, are under trial and are, are under stress. Mm. You know we've mentioned that before. Right now, it's uh, what is it today? It's the first of November today, isn't it? First, that's right. Yeah. You know, England has just been placed into a second lockdown for yes, a month because of, right. of COVID nineteen. At the time we're recording, that's true. You know, and uh, we went through it at the beginning of the year, mm. and uh, you know, it it, it, it was. It was novel at first, mm. but then it got quite difficult. And mm-hmm. and the thought of going back to that for, for many of you, uh, you know, is a real mm. trial, if you like, a real trial. Um, being cut off from people and, and obviously fellowship, face-to-face fellowship with church, you know. And it, it, it it's a time really to kind of rest in your faith, if you mm. like, you know, is to put your trust into God and you know this this mental stress that it puts mm. us all under, and it does put us all under. It's not an easy thing. Um, you know, it, it's a time to kind of rest mm. in your faith, rest in Jesus. Put your, you know, come out of all of that that's going on in your mind. Come out of yourself and believe into the Lord yeah. and experience the peace mm. uh, and the ministry of the Holy Spirit mm. at a time like this. You know, that's, that's my prayer yeah. for you at this time. Yes, you know. let's pray and let's pray that yeah, prayer as yeah. well. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this um, this faith that you've given us, this love, joy and peace available to every one of us. And we pray that every person listening would receive right now a download from heaven. Yes. Lord, uh, fill them, we pray, Ben and I, mm. ask you to fill them with an inexpressible and glorious joy, Amen. joy unspeakable, yes. and, and the blessed assurance, knowing that they know that they know, that they are receiving mm. the goal of their faith, the salvation of their souls. Yes. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you for the encouragement that it is. Yes. Keep speaking to us and building us up in your word. For your glory, we ask in Jesus' name. 
Thanks, everyone, for tuning in again. And, um, yeah, we've gone out a slightly different format this week because of technical issues. Hopefully it gets to you okay. And we'll see you next week for Episode 6. Thank you.